Welcome to the Career After COVID podcast, where you'll get actionable ideas to survive the pandemic and economic downturn and take your career to the next level when it's over. Here's our co-hosts, Fleur Hull and Kim Karolievich. Are you ready to make 2021 the best year ever for your career? Well, listen in because we're here to tell you about the Career After COVID book, which has just reached bestseller status and it'll give you all the tips and tricks for a great year ahead. Hi, Kim. Hey, Fleur. How are you going? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Good, good. We've had a bit of a heat wave, as I know other parts of Australia has, but cooling down now, and that's always a good thing. So, yeah, feeling really good, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Hot here in Perth, Um, about to get a big storm coming in this afternoon from from, uh, tropical storm activity up north. So that's the weather report. Yeah, we're getting that for the next four days or something. Yeah. We've been on and off here. So, yeah, it's it's good. We're happy to see rain here. So, (laughs) yeah, we actually... But yeah, the big yeah. thunder that has struck is the Career After COVID book. That's right. And How very exciting, exciting news uh, for our audience who've been very loyal, um, letting them know that we actually hit the bestseller in our category of career guides here in Australia. And, in fact, we were the hottest new release in vocational guidance on the US Amazon site as well, so within a day of launch, which was fantastic. It's mind-blowing. It is. Isn't it? Like that's just when you say that, like that, I just go, oh, my God. I know. It's it's kind of not even real, but um, it's because really it was just about us writing the book, wasn't it? And, um, and, you know, and we're starting the podcast as our own therapy session. That's right. (laughs) And then thinking, you know, look, maybe three people will get something out of it and, and it'll be worthwhile, it'll, it'll just help us and, and like a handful of other people and then it turned into the book, uh, which has been an amazing journey. I mean, I've learned so much uh, from, I guess, the, yeah, the, just the whole putting together a book but also how you go about publishing it, self-publishing it. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing's been an interesting journey, hasn't it, of discovery of different things, which I guess is what we wanted to do. Whatever we were going to attempt to do, we, that's what we wanted, you know, like exactly. trying exactly. new things. To, yeah. to be open, I think, to, to where the year led us. Exactly, and that, that's it. And I was reading that recently, um, you know, it was kind of a, you know, you're setting goals all the time, but don't get too attached to that one outcome because things can change and it can be even better. So, yeah, it's good. Good, good, good. The thing I love the most as the book kind of gets, so we've got the ebook has been out and the paperback's about to go up on Amazon and other online um, booksellers very soon before Christmas. Yeah. And then Great. early in the new year um, our audio book will be out. So keep an eye out for that, listeners. But one of the things I'm really loving is hearing feedback from people who bought the book. And, um, yeah, feedback I wasn't expecting. So a girlfriend of mine here in Perth just, yeah, said some nice things about it and how she enjoyed the writing and then said that it actually had her kind of in tears just 
processing what the year had been like for her and that is something I just didn't expect. So it actually affected her emotionally as she reflected and I guess in a little way, um, yeah, just brought up some of the painful feelings around changes in, in work situation and uh, and she was able to use the book to help kind of process those and, and come out the, the other side feeling like she'd come to terms with what the year had meant to her. Yeah, yeah. And that felt um, really nice to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny, isn't it, because I've had feedback from a couple of friends that were sort of the same. Like I guess with doing the podcast and the book, we kind of processed the whole thing as we were going, right? Oh, so, that's so true. Yeah. We, 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 yeah, that's, we, we were kind of like our own therapy, right? We so were. other people though, yeah. yeah, other people are like going, what the F has been going on? And then they're reading this and going, oh my God, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And they're resonating with what we've been talking to each other and the podcast listeners um, about for the last like six months. So, yeah, so which is why we're getting that response, I think. You know, oh, so, um, me away. Because I just, you know, you imagine you're kind of ideal reader and you think about who you're writing for. Yeah. Yeah, just to know that it, it touched people, I guess, is, is really gratifying. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the process. So, yeah, we're just doing a, um, a short episode today, listeners, just telling you about the book uh, and letting you know it's available to check it out. If you are reading it or once you have read it, we'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review. Uh, and also, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do and review that as well on your podcast uh, listening app. The more reviews we get, the more we get shown, I guess, to people who might be able to benefit from um, our resources. Uh, and along with the book, we're putting more and more resources up on the website. So at the end of each chapter, there's a link uh, to the resources and that's only for our book readers and you don't have to provide an email address to get those um, those tools and resources. Um, but, yeah, we do also have an email list that you can sign up for if you want to get uh, more and more resources and up-to-date information as you travel through 2021 because, you know, as we're starting to see, obviously the, the vaccine's out, the first vaccine has been delivered yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. as I saw a, a journalist write, it's sort of the beginning of the end of the pandemic. But of course, what follows is the economic recovery. And that's really what we've kind of been focused on uh, all the way along. Exactly. Um, I saw, I think it was a British report of the vaccine arriving and there were just all these trucks driving through and the announcer said and the vaccine's now been delivered and the lorries here you're seeing are no doubt similar to the lorry lorries actually delivering the vaccine <laughs> it was the most surrealist strangest report of <laughs> so they actually admitted that they're they're not that we the lorries footage yeah, it was weird. It was, and actually, yeah, told us it was, it was just the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, um, well, at least they were honest, you know. Yeah, exactly. They were going to end up on Media Watch for... Lorries um, that look like these. Yeah. yeah. The Pfizer lorry. Really good. 
the fire. I, love, now, I do love that word. It's one of the my lorry. I know, I love words. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the interesting thing too, you know, you're talking about all the resources and worksheets and stuff, and um, the things that people have picked up on is that kind of, you know, your um, superpower. Yes. I've had people ask me, you know, what do you think my su- I should do that? I really need to know my superpower. And then the other, um, you know, your unfair advantage kind of thing, right? Like so that yes. kind of those sort of worksheets and that topic sort of resonate with people because I think they feel that that's where they go, this is who I am. Yeah. You know, that's exactly what it does. This is who, this is how I'm different to everybody else out there. And it's such a really nice self-brand marketing tool, but I think it's a really, um, one that a number of people have mentioned to me. So I, um, so it'll be good that people can access resources to have a crack at that too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's really interesting you say that because I mean it was so helpful for me to go through that exercise which we talk about in the book. Yeah, you, t- you took me through that and really helped me see because it sounds so obvious, doesn't it? Like oh, what you know, what what makes you unique? And you sort of come up with you can come up with quite a trite sort of list of your personality traits or whatever. But yeah. that really in-depth stuff, that the work that you did with me, and, and you have got a gift for it, Kim. Um, oh, thank you. I enjoy it. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. But um, um, it's, yeah, it's beyond common sense. And, uh, and that was one of the things that, you know, in, in sort of really trying to step back from the book and, and read it after, after it was all done, you know, a lot of career advice is common sense. But it's about having a perspective on it and from the outside of yourself, I think, that makes it helpful. So That's right. being reminded to do things that really seem quite obvious when you think about it but that are tailored to from the outside perspective and are not just you getting caught up in your own thoughts as you as you wonder about what you're going to do next. So, that yeah, that was the thing that, you know, I definitely got out of that. But speaking of superpower and you were talking about the, the news report, it just reminded me, I do love The Onion, the satirical newspaper. The oh, Onion. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, the, their headline about the vaccine, their headline was, I am immortal. Screams 90-year-old British woman embarking on epic post-vaccination bender. (laughs) (laughs) It's just this (laughs) picture of an old lady kind of at a rave or something, you know, partying online. (laughs) What a post-vaccination bender. That's great. That's so... She she is immortal now, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but I like the fact (laughs) that she's on a bender. Like that's (laughs) post-vac. Post vax, yeah, <laughs> my vax bender. Like, but that will be a, but that will be a thing, right? Like that will. I'm just thinking of all these words that will become part of our vernacular. Like you know, everyone's like you know says hashtag before they say something in response yes. to something. But what will we, you know? Being, I just like being vaxed. Yeah, you've been vaxed or yeah. post vaxed or. Because there you was know, a time was it there where you where it was like a thing to be able to announce, like oh, I've had a test. I mean, yeah, here in Australia, anyone who's not in Australia listening, um, you know, it's it's not, yeah, it's it's not a massive thing that that people are, are just being tested here, there, and everywhere. Certainly not here in Perth, where we've kind of escaped 
Yeah. But um, so, yeah, not, you know, not many people I know have actually been tested. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. In Queensland, we're like, we're really down with it. (laughs) We're really into it. I don't know. (laughs) I think everyone I know has been tested. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We had like a really... I mean, I know the rest of Australia probably thinks we're a bit nuts here, which we probably are, right? You can't live in the tropics and not be crazy. Um, I'm not making any comment because, I mean, we have our own issues here in WA. Yeah, yeah, you've got a whole WA thing going on. Yeah, Um, yeah. we're kind of simpatico, you and me, in that regard. Exactly. In the other regards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) But we did, you know, like we locked the borders and everyone was like, oh, no, we're cool with that. Whereas everyone's like, bloody this in Queensland, everyone's like, here's like, yeah, no, we're cool with that. Life's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't been good for tourism. We get that. But um, I think, you know, we we all went and got tested. It was like, do you have a sniffle? Do you have a cough? Go get tested. So everyone went, you're all right then. Like <laughs> we all line up in our cars and get tested. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've had it done. I've had it poke my brain, that damn swab. It was horrible. But, um, yeah, it's quite quite funny our approach to it but um yeah, and i'm yeah. sure we'll all line up to get vaccinated too so you know yeah yeah no we're, i think we're a reasonably compliant lot here in wa as well and we're uh yeah anyway it's just funny isn't it because the rest of the nation sort of i hear you know people talk about oh anastasia says this you know your premier and you know they're all on a first name basis with our premiers now yeah i know i know isn't that great <laughs> and i actually was talking to someone about an issue I've got with some licensing I'm trying to get for my business and um, I'm not getting any response I want and it's Queensland government. And I said to this person, you know, if I don't hear back, I'm just going to contact Anastasia. You know that, right? Like, so it is <laughs> like just a... <laughs> like we all, yeah, it we're all on first us closer together to our politicians, I, it, <laughs> rightly or wrongly. I know, Gladys and... And with Dan and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just heard you talk about your business, Kim, and and it reminded me that when we first started the podcast, we often used to check in and see what we were up to in terms of applications. And it's probably a good time to just briefly update the listeners on on where we're at as 2020 draws to a close, apart from the book. Yeah. Where are you at? Well... I've got this business that I'm starting and because I love tech and I've been playing around with apps and tech for a long time, um, I've got one that I sort of play with with some friends and that's been a bit of a really good learning curve journey, um, that one. But this one's called Reloved Denim and basically it's all about recycling denim jeans or just denim. Like it's a really specific niche idea um and it's grown the more I guess I started talking about this to people the more it's kind of morphed and slightly pivoted or or the whole idea has grown so the idea is that you know I just had collected a lot of denim jeans and then people you know to sell on eBay then people started knowing that I did that so they'd start giving me their jeans to sell and like on a little commission or whatever And then from there, I was like, well, how can I turn this into a bit more? And it was like, well, I can keep doing that, but then I can sort of deliver and develop its own kind of platform, kind of like eBay for denim. 
So that's in process. And now there's actually, and then with that, obviously, there's going to be like brand directories and all sorts of things to support that idea. Um, And now even from that even alone, it's actually grown to another level, which I won't go into right now because I'm actually still just processing that a little bit further. But I'm a real believer in you know, like reducing waste and things we don't need. And I think COVID was a great time for us to sort of realise we've got wardrobes of clothes, we don't need them, and people were selling things off. Um, the, the amount of clothing and what have you that goes into landfill is not necessary. Um, we should try and reduce that. I've got friends who go out of their way to buy secondhand jeans, particularly kind of like the cowgirl horse riders because they're worn in. So you've got worn-in jeans. You don't have to like, you know, you're stretching and moving a lot in those jeans. So they like it. Um, And the more I talk about it to people, the more feedback I'm getting direct from the customer about how to shape this. So it's been kind of a design-led thinking process in action entirely. Fantastic. Um, Yeah. So look, it should, it started, but I should have something like a launch should be happening end of this month or January. So um, the, and just on the stats, because, you know, we love data, right? We do. Um, It's something like in five years, the secondhand market for clothing or whatever will surpass fast fashion. Like it'll be gone. And, And then when you're talking about garments or clothing that people are buying or accessories that are got a bit of a price tag attached to them, like it's a huge consideration. How much could I resell this for? So people yeah. are thinking about the resale before they've even bought the thing these days. Yeah. And millennials, the, the information and research specifically on this, you know, market, um, the L, um, LVMH group out of Paris, who, you know, conglomerate that owns everything, they've started to really support a lot of, you know, this recycling ideas inside this, some of their really big houses as well. So, um, that's me in a nutshell. So, so I live in a, in, a, in, a, in a word, entrepreneurship is, is yes, the exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing something, talking about it, talking to customers constantly. It grows in different ways. People present opportunities to explore it in different ways as well, which I'm jumping on. Uh, may not be exactly the online thing, but it gives me a chance to connect with customers again. So, yeah, that's that's my baby at the moment. Um, Fantastic! What a great outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And it, it, I would say that one wouldn't have happened. Yeah, to and be honest. You, um, can you tell us a little bit about how the startup's being funded? Yeah, absolutely. So through COVID, I lo- I got stood down, as everyone knows, from my job in Sydney, and I did for a while do job keeper, which was lovely very nice of them to allow me to do that, which is, again, why it was there. Um, And I kind of got into this whole, what am I going to do now? There's not many jobs around. I wanted to start a business. And I found out about the new enterprise initiative scheme. It's called like NICE, that the federal government does. So it supports people to start small businesses, right? It's been around for a long time. Like I'm surprised that a lot of people don't know about it. Um, basically what it does, you have a mentor, you go through a business training program. If you haven't done one before, you know, you're really getting, they get you really, really thinking about your vision, your mission. If you don't know much about financial planning, you get taught all of that as well, which is fantastic. Like I'm 
queen of cash flow, like is everything. So if you, that's one thing you need to like really, really understand the marketing stuff, your mentors, all the rest of it. And you actually do get some funding in the form of it's the equivalent of like the job seeker payment um, for about 39 weeks. So basically you're getting that payment, um, you're starting a business and then any income you generate from your business is actually income for your business. So it doesn't actually affect that payment. So it's the perfect time, I think, to do this program. And I, you know, sort of thought about it and I thought, why not? Like I want to do this. So I may as well put myself in a position to give it a really red hot go. And it's a great funding opportunity. Um, and by doing the business, it then sort of opens you up to really start exploring a whole lot of other funding channels as well, because your mind, you've actually placed your mindset into business owner, you know, like it actually changes what you see and what you read about and what you think about. And then therefore, of course, what you attract and the kind of opportunities and funding rounds that are around. So you start to sort of discover things that maybe may not have come across your desk in the past. So highly, highly, highly recommend. What a great story, Kim. That's fantastic. It's a fantastic yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have to be eligible for Job Seeker, don't you, in order to be in that program? I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure if it changed during COVID, but because I'd been on Job Keeper. Yeah, you just uh, and that ended. Yeah, I kind yeah. of went, oh, what am I going to do? And then I was like, well, I actually want to do something. Like I'm trying to find work, but you know, part time work and trying to do different things. But yeah, I think you have to be on one of those sorts. Of, you have to be eligible for it. I'm pretty sure yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. And you have to be dedicating yourself to the business, so you can't be you know, like a full-time uni student or you can't have a full-time job and you want to do a side hustle, you, you know, this is like, no, 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 we're actually, you know. I think the, the whole raison d'etre, right, was we've got unemployed people but we've got highly, un, highly skilled unemployed people so let's convert that to small business. So it was just their way, a really good program to convert people from being unemployed and, you know, changing the way they see and think themse- think about themselves. And it's great. I mean, I've had, you know, small businesses before and this is another great opportunity um, with the current market, the economy trying to snap back. Are we snapping back anymore? I don't no, know. No, um, that. that. No. Come back, I think, is the well, latest slogan. Back. Come oh, back. Right. Yeah, right. So yeah, here the journal is saying snapback's gone and it's now, it's not bounce back, it's... I'm pretty sure it's a comeback, yeah. And there was a snap was a bit quick, wasn't it? Snap yeah. just sounded like it was going to happen too quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comeback, yeah, 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 yeah. So highly, highly recommended. Yeah, it was in the, it was in the um, politician speaking notes, and so there was this recording on TV of you know 29 occurrences in in two days of various ministers <laughs> and government representatives using the keyword. Yes. Whatever it is, yeah. yeah. What a great outcome, you know, and I think that's that's just a great story, I think, about kind of, yeah, coming back from the coming COVID. Back. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's part of our narrative, I suppose, is that we were laid off in March and we've really tried hard to just cope. Yeah. Kind of come to terms with it, to cope. And then to find a way forward, and and that's what we're hoping we can encourage and inspire others to do along the way. So, 
Exactly, exactly. That. And we have more and more yeah. stuff available for people to talk about. And, Kim, I'd love you to keep talking about your journey along through that program. As yeah, I'd love to. More episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there is a, a pretty large proportion of people who've, who've had their work, working lives upended in some way this year who are thinking about self-employment. So if we could have your insights even more than you've given us in the book. Uh, yeah. yeah, that would be awesome. I, I think it's really good too um, for self-esteem. Yeah. Do you know, like I, that's another big plus of doing your own business. It's, you know, you, you, again, you're getting mentors and help, and, but it's so good for people's self-esteem to feel empowered that you're taking control in a situation that, you know, there really might not be much control, you know, in the employment market, but to take control of your own destiny um, where you can is always good for the self-esteem. So, yeah, yeah. I, Rather I'm, than I'm taking flirting. a job that, that, that you don't want to do, you know, just to, to earn an income, to, to have some government support and to, to forge your own destiny, that's, that's a great thing. That's right. We well, see, the thing up here too in Queensland is like, you know, taking a job you don't want is, that's a luxury. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get it. Yeah. Take a job you don't want. And very difficult but um and what about what do you do you want to add anything beyond being like you know author and podcast well, it's all, it's and, all about career after COVID here on in so yeah I'm really turning um my coaching and advising experience uh, with your help as well along the way I know you're busy with denim but I'd, I'd love you know our uh, partnership to continue with the podcast and then uh, creating resources and, and providing info um and seeing, yeah, how much, how many people we can help in 2021 as the economy kind of fumbles its way back to normalcy over the next 12 to 18 months. I think there's going to be some rough patches in our economy and I, uh, I, do, I do get worried about people getting left behind. So uh, that's, that's mm. my goal, to help in any way I can, get the word out. So yeah, for the podcast, everyone, yeah. give us a review, tell your friends. We'd be really grateful. We are very grateful to our listeners and our readers now of the book. And um, we'll look forward to catching you for a podcast. Well, let's do one more before Christmas, shall we? Yeah, absolutely. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Excellent. It's so okay. good to talk to you, oh. Kim. And um, we'll, yes. uh, we'll speak again soon. Thanks for all your input and uh it feels great to have the book launched and uh, and looking forward to 2021. Yeah, well, thank you for inviting me in. You know, like so yeah, much. you opened no, no. the door and I stepped in. It was great. Yeah, oh, so no, you. but you did it with such enthusiasm and I said that in the book. You know, we just said, yeah. hey, oh. let's, just, um, let's just do a podcast. And you were like, yep. <laughs> yeah you know you like, where's the where's the agenda and where's the no. where's the plan and the documentation and I'll need to think about it for a month and leave no. it with me you were just on board and, and I'm really grateful for that yeah no great it was it was great so yeah it still is great. many many podcasts to come <laughs> okay. okay thanks Kim. Okay. have a great day you soon. See yeah you bye. too bye. see you bye-bye Thanks for listening to the Career After COVID podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and check out more tips and ideas at careeraftercovid.com.